Hello, everyone. This is Sandra Radvanoski, and you are listening to the CBH Podcast. Yes. Good morning. Good morning, Saturday, December 31st, 2022. It's almost the new year. Are you a New Year's person? I don't, I don't actually care. It's a funny thing. Like People get real excited for a New Year's party and the new number and the new possibilities and chances. I really, it doesn't hit me that way. I don't, I don't, um, I don't care. <laughs> uh, the numbers don't mean a lot. You know, 22, 23, I don't, um, it, I don't feel it. It doesn't feel like uh, renewal or, or anything like that for me. I'm not, um, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, I, it, it's fun to go to a New Year's party. But, uh, you know, the countdown and all this sort of celebrating, it doesn't, <laughs> it's never registered with me. I went to Times Square in high school uh, for New Year's. It's a, it's a disaster. <laughs> it's an absolute disaster. Now, this is a long time ago, and it was still a disaster. I can only imagine what it's like now. It's probably a bit more organized. But back then, it was an absolute free-for-all. And, uh, you know, way overcrowding. You're basically walking on a sea of champagne bottles, and and there's millions of people in the middle of Times Square, and and I was right in the middle of it, truly right in the middle of it. And um, there's no bathrooms, there's no bathrooms, and people have been out there for hours in the cold drinking. It's not, this is, it's like a humanitarian crisis. <laughs> people are are finding corners to pee in. It's um, it's 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 really just the. <laughs> lowest levels that humans <laughs> humans can sort of achieve uh, voluntarily <laughs> uh, it's it's really never been my thing although I appreciate it I I'm I'm, uh, I'm happy if you enjoy it please enjoy it everybody get get um, get your party on it's not really my thing I am gonna try and uh, uh, join a party tonight um, just to be with some people so I'm not <laughs> sad in my apartment again but um, uh, yeah, for the most part, New Year's has never felt like a thing. <laughs> really, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> uh, I'm not a stay-up-late guy. I've never been a stay-up-late guy. Uh, I've been doing it more recently, but um, it's not my. Um, it's really not my thing. I'd, I'd much rather be up at 6 and, uh, and killing my day before noon before, than uh, trying to get work done uh, after dark. I just can't do it. There's something about dark that says, no more work, you've done your work, relax now. <laughs> Uh, I think we're up to episode 198 here, and um, you know, if it's the end of the year and we're feeling nostalgic and we're feeling grateful, I want to I want to thank all the people who continue to listen and stay here and and join us. Um, I tell you at the end of every episode, and I mean it. I love you for listening. I really do, and it's it's uh, meant a lot for me. This is this has been a, a trusted friend uh, on this road life, and and if I'm if I'm going to reflect and think about my year, the the year was pretty spectacular, um, professionally, but that's not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going to sit here and talk about that because nothing would bore me more than to talk about how, uh, how awesome things are that, that generally makes me nuts and why I'm not very good at social media. Um, uh, but I am, I am truly grateful for those of you who have listened and, um, you know me, I'm a stats guy. I'm going to give you a couple stats. No big deal. I'm not going to, I'm not going to belabor this, but um, it's going good. The number one episode that we made in 2022 was the Larry Brownlee episode, by far. Uh, by far, that was the most popular episode we did this year. And um, uh, not a surprise. I mean, just uh, aside from the fact that Larry is maybe, 
he doesn't, you know, he really doesn't appreciate people talking like this because he's, he's actually a, a, a very humble and generous man. But, um, you know, one of the greatest singers ever, not, not just one of the greatest singers currently, perhaps one of the greatest singers, uh, in modern history, as, as far as I can see it, um, an absolute machine and, and a wonderful, wonderful, warm human being. Uh, if you get a chance to be around Larry, uh, uh, soak it up. He's a he's a good, funny, wonderful man, and and I really I, I really couldn't think more of him. That was the number one episode of the CBH podcast in 2022. Um, the top five all time, and we're only two and a half years old here, or just barely two years old. Uh, still, Sandra Rodvanovsky number one. Uh, Quinn Kelsey, the first time we 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 uh, did one, we've done three now, but the first time we did one, that's number two. Jamie Barton, number three, a fantastic uh, podcast, just basically two hours of laughing. Uh, the money episode comes in number four. Money episode is is um, uh, my personal favorite and one that I just decided to do without a lot of preparation, and and that one took uh, that one took hold, and I and I hope people are still listening to it because. There's a lot of good things it has to offer. And number five, and he'll be happy to know this, Michael Fabiano, number five all time. Um, yeah, I learned through Spotify, through Spotify um, podcast, something or other, that we are in the top 3% in content consumption in the arts category. And that felt like something significant. I don't know if it is. I don't know how many arts... Um, uh, podcasts there are, but uh, we're in the top 3%. We'll take it. Um, we are also in the top 25%. Now, <laughs> saying 25% is not that interesting, but the top 25% of most shared globally, and that's because we are in over 70 countries, um, 25 of which are, are, um, are every episode. Uh, we had an 82% increase in followers this year and a 57% increase in listeners. So we're growing we are growing. Top five countries. United States, obviously. United Kingdom, France, Germany, Canada. Uh, which all makes sense. These, these are, the, these are the, uh, the opera countries for sure. Um, I'd appreciate Austria in there. But, um, you know, we, we're, uh, we, haven't, we haven't worked in Austria in years. Uh, I'm going to be there. I think next, next season I'm going to be there for some Don Giovanni's. That'll be an, uh, a good debut, I think. Um, this year, by the numbers, I was in eight productions for 49 performances, eight different roles, 49 performances, and 64 CVH podcast episodes. Is that all I wanted to say? Nobody really cares. <laughs> anyway, I want to thank my guest from 2022, Andy Owens, my great friend Andy Owens. We had a great sit down in Paris this year. They, he, he and his girlfriend come in, came in and just uh, saved me from COVID lockdown. I was, I was um, desperate for human contact in that moment, and they, they came through uh, like uh, just heroes of mine. Uh, Brenda Ray, we had a great conversation. Of course, Larry, F. Paul Driscoll, uh, an episode that absolutely took off. If you haven't heard F. Paul, um, we really, I, I think we, we kind of peeled back a little bit. Um, um, the, the viewpoint of somebody who has been watching this at the highest levels for an incredibly long time and to understand his story and where he came from and how he happened upon um, uh, this business was, was really phenomenal. And, um, you know, F. Paul's got this, got a, has a great rule that once he becomes friends with somebody and, and once, he, once he puts somebody on the cover of his magazine, he no longer will review their shows. And I, and I thought, what an incredible testament to the man's integrity um, to, to not cross that line once once the personal line has been crossed, you know, once you, 
once you put somebody on the cover of your magazine, you're you're saying something about them, and then he's not gonna he's not gonna then either overinflate a performance or cut down somebody who he believes in, and so. Um, that's a, that's a true, um, I think a true testament to the, to the man's integrity. And of course I dragged Quinn Kelsey in twice this year because he's my bro and he can't say no. (laughs) Uh, people dropping like flies at the opera house. It has been brutal, brutal for not just the Aida cast, but now the Rigoletto cast. They had their last performance the other day and, uh, both, uh, 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 Stephen uh, Costello and John Relier went down. Uh, both with uh, seasonal illness, you know. I don't know what people know or don't know, but just uh, the guys—the guys weren't allowed to come back into the opera house for lots of different protocol and health reasons, and and so um, you know, there's nothing wrong with their voices. It's just um, you know, tis the season. And so they had uh, two covers went on, and I know Javier Camarena went on for for Stephen, which was a which was a great uh, a great get for the Met to uh, to have somebody. Um, of that caliber uh, uh, jump in because the Duke and Rigoletto's not for kids uh, by any stretch and and uh, for them to to have Javier on on deck to to jump in is a is a great thing blah 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 uh, the Met is definitely doing right by us uh, this go around and and uh, making sure that singers are taken care of even though they they are forced to cancel during um, during this weird time we're in a we're in a weird time people are still getting sick COVID is out there, flu is out there, RSV is out there, and, and um, you know, we're uh, our living is based on did we perform or did we not perform. Uh, we only get paid when we perform. That's how this goes. And, and so the, the, the latest protocol at the Met is that we're being taken care of if we have to, if we have to cancel for COVID reasons or suspected COVID reasons, and that's, um, that's a, a plus uh, uh, for the Met, uh, really. Um, uh, th- this is not an easy time. A lot of people getting ill. Uh, two dressers at the Met, and the dressers wear masks. Uh, two dressers, two of the male dressers, um, uh, got COVID last week too. And so, you know, COVID was just down the hallway. It was in the hallway. Nothing you could do. You know, most people are, and even in the masks, who knows? We're not wearing masks. The singers aren't wearing masks. Perhaps we should just for our own safety during this time. But, um, you know, for the most part, we're things feel pretty normal, you know, going into restaurants. I was in a restaurant last night and it feels very normal. And, and, um, I went to this incredible show last night, um, um, downtown at an old, uh, bank, actually right across from the Tweed courthouse. And it was, a uh, a Klimt, um, uh, art exhibition, but in, in projection, in animated projection, video and surround sound music. And it was absolutely stunning. It was a, it was a, uh, uh, a, a perfect um, New York evening art exhibition. I loved it. It was trippy. It was it was um, engulfing. It was relaxing. Everything about it was was um, something. And you're just looking at the Klimt or or art inspired by Klimt, and and it's projected on the walls and the infrastructure of the inside of this 200 or 150 year old bank. And they actually use the infrastructure of the inside of the bank to to put the projections up on the wall. So it's not just like Something's being projected, and then it's just going. Um, there's no shadows involved, is what I'm saying. It's like there's enough projectors or these light these light projectors in the in the room to project very specifically on every surface, the the walls, the ceiling, the the floor. Uh, it was just truly phenomenal, and there was hardly a person in there. I couldn't believe it. I thought this this is a. Uh, I the tourists clearly don't know about it because they would be flocking to it. It was really something. Who cares? 
<sighs> Who cares? <laughs> uh, if there's one thing that I've realized after this year is that uh, I'm gone way too much. I'm working. I'm working, or I'm, or at least I'm on the road too much. Uh, I don't feel like I'm working too much. I don't feel overworked, but I do feel like my time is is um, is um, committed and um, and the the recharge days haven't been enough. Uh, and, and just sort of need to find a new path forward because, um, it's, it's, um, it's, it's wearing on me. It's just wearing on me that, that I spend most of my life alone. And, um, you know, that's, that's the price, uh, that's the cost of this business. That's the cost of singing songs for a living. And, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, I have agreed to pay the price, but I can also, um, I can negotiate the price. <laughs> I'm going to need to negotiate the price going forward because um it's just too much and I'm I'm um I'm missing too much. Um I'm also gaining a lot. There you know there, it's it's a trade, there's a balance and and the balance feels uh, a little bit off. It it needs to be better. Um you know, I find myself if I have time down and somebody comes up with something, I go, "Yeah, why not? Let's go do that." You know, if it's the right thing and 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 my schedule now has no bullshit on it. It's all it's it's um it's platinum stuff, and so I don't. There's, it's not always obvious where you could create some space, uh, and, and probably just need to make some some life choices in there to to figure that out. I always like to say these things. I don't ever really do it, and I feel like this time I actually have to do it. Um, I have two more Aidas here, and then a very very quick break, a uh, couple days, and then I'm and then I'm off to Munich to uh, to uh, uh, jump into this Imaz Nadieri, which I'm studying like a madman. Uh, because I have to start rehearsal in 13 days. And it's not that I haven't done my work. It's just like I know that I'm a little bit behind, so I'm, I'm playing catch-up a little bit. Uh, you know, and then I'll, I'll be in Munich for January, which is lovely. <laughs> I'm predicting that it'll be gray the entire time, and there'll be snow, and you don't even get the fun of the Christmas markets because those will all be wrapped up. <laughs> So, you know, Munich minus the Christmas markets, which are some of the best parts of Munich, and then the cold gray. Fortunately, when it, um, something I realized was kind of amazing. Of the seven named characters in the show, uh, five of them are American. Uh, I thought that was really something. That's, that's, um, that's, a, that's a testament to all you American singers out there. They love us in Germany. They love us. And why do they love us? They love us because um, we're wildly prepared. And I think America makes some of the greatest voices out there. I don't know if America makes the greatest singers. That comes later. Uh, but I think America on a whole produces uh, uh, voices that function at a high level very, very well. And uh, it's recognized, especially in the, in, the, in the system over there where you know they're just putting up a different production every night. And uh, they just need people who can handle the pressure of showing up and going. And I'm showing up to um, uh, Imaz Nadieri a little bit late. Uh, they're they're dealing with me being I think I'm five or six days late, and uh, um, they're they're graciously dealing with it. But you know they know that when I get there, it'll be it'll be no problem for me to just get plugged in and go. And uh, fortunately for my character, he's only in the very beginning and only in the very end. That was until I saw the DVD and realized he's on stage the whole damn time. <laughs> So there'll be um, there'll be some uh, staging to learn that doesn't in, that doesn't include any music I'm singing, which is always fun, 
this is a this is a very classic um, uh, production director move where uh, characters that aren't actually in the scene are now in the scene. Um, it just it creates a bit more work for you in this rushed sort of jump in situation. It's not impossible, but but it, it just takes a bit more concentration because now you need to learn all the other music. <laughs> and I'm glad I checked before I got there because that would have been a that would have been a vicious surprise where you go, wait a second, why am I called to this rehearsal? I'm not in any of those scenes. Oh, that's enough. Everybody, really, 2022's been great. I, I'm, I'm still here with the podcast. Uh, we're about to hit 200 episodes. I'm, I'm just going gonna, gonna to keep plowing through, and when you stop listening, I'll stop doing them, and maybe I'll do a few more after that. I don't know. Uh, I had thought that when I got to 200, I'd let this go, but um, uh, I'm not going to do that because I'm not good at quitting things. I'm only good at doing things until I'm dead. <laughs> That's why my... my uh, Everything hurts because I just refuse to not go to the gym. <laughs> oh, man. Our generation is different. It seemed like the generation before mine, and I'm Generation X, whatever that means, but the, the, the people before me didn't, it seemed like by the time they were my age, <laughs> there, was a, there was an element of giving up physically that happened uh, that I, don't, I, don't, I think our generation is not going to do. Uh, I think it's going to keep us younger and healthier longer. Who knows? We'll probably be in more pain later when we live deep into our 80s and wondering, <laughs> wondering why. Um, uh, but again, you know, we're, the, the new generation is often the guinea pigs. And the, I feel, I feel for, the, for the people that came up behind me that, that um, only know the screen age. Uh, I, I remember both. I remember pre-screen and, and post-screen. And we had television and we had our Walkmans and our headphones, but... It wasn't just constant looking at screens. I feel like my whole day is is consumed by looking at a screen, some form or another. Uh, I I'm, I am sorry for that group that came up that don't know the pre-screen. The pre-screen, that's a good word. Anyway, 2023. Let's see what happens, huh? I'm not celebrating tonight, but you are, and I hope you enjoy it. And, um, you know, everybody, have a great new year. Slip in unnoticed. That's what they say in uh, Germany. Slip in a good rich, like a good, good, uh, good slide into the new year. Don't let the new year know that you crept into it. <laughs> it's very, it's very uh, life and death for the Germans in that respect. Oh, I fooled, I fooled uh, Father Time one more year. Uh, everybody have a great weekend, and uh, we'll see you in the new year. Okay, thanks. Bye.